another week, another talking dirty. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You want you you want damn, you know, damn it, you're damn right. It, you're right. <laughs> it, it is another week, another talking dirty. You're correct, sir. Yeah. Huh. This What's week that? for you in the NFL, a uh, new new lawsuit out of the Dwayne Haskins family. Uh, we have a full breakdown on the uh, details of it and what the uh, outcome could look like. So, uh, but then we got big NBA day for the playoff preview. Regular season is over, so we're gonna look at the playoff teams and give our little predictions, our takes on how they're gonna shape out. Then we take it over to uh, pop culture, where we got a lot of new movie trailers, a lot of new TV show trailers, and we break down the newest episode of The Mandalorian. And then we wrap it all up with the Courser Jams of the Week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Once again, 412-784-1577. Give them a call today if you are in need of a paint job. And with that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. All right, and before we get into it, Ryan, how you doing today, man? I don't know, man. It depends how you answer this question. Okay. Rank rank the uh, colors of the rainbow. Um, blue. Number one. Um, I'm gonna go with. I, I gotta put Roy GB in my head. Uh, I'm gonna go with orange second. Uh, so Nick colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go with yellow third, red fourth, violet fifth, indigo sixth, green seventh. All right, then I'm I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, doing all right, man. Doing all right. Um, got the first cut of the season out there this past weekend. Oh, the lawn. Yeah, the lawn, dude. Nice. First cut of the year. Nice. It's a good. It's a good feeling. You know, what I mean, summer's here, man. Um, but yeah, I, I had to like move those fucking trees in my yard too, so that was a pain in the ass. But I finally uh, did it. <laughs> That's been there forever. Yeah, I know. I've been a piece of shit. <laughs> What'd you do with all the wood? Uh, it's just moved over to the side, like, because I'm trying to get rid of it, like, sell it. Not sell it, but, like, you know, just, hey, somebody pick this up. Take it. I don't want it. I, I'm sure we could take a few, few of those logs off your hands. Honestly, take it. I mean, they're not split, but, you know, you can take what you can. Um, yeah, but I, because... We have a fire. My dad has a fire pit behind back here, mm. and uh, we have like axes and stuff back there. Which we'll get like big logs and then split it up and just load up our firewood stash. Gotcha, gotcha. So I yeah, because might... uh, it's only outside burning wood, so that's the that's the catch with it because it's pine. Uh, we only do outside anyways. Yeah, so that works out. There we go. <laughs> wow, next week I might have to come with my my trunk lined with trash bags. Yeah, dude, just let me know. Yeah. 
I mean, like they're massive logs. You're not going to be able to like get them in bags or anything. Yeah, I know, but just so I don't get my trunk completely dirty, I I yeah. usually line everything up. If I have to mm-hmm. carry stuff out in my trunk, I'll just line it with garbage bags. Um, all right. But yeah, I golf for the first time since my hernia surgery. Ooh, nice. Then I golf. Then I golf for my second time. How how'd you do both times? The first time, god awful. The worst uh, nine holes I've played in so long. That's okay. That's okay. But I ended it with a par. And then the next round I came out, I started with a par. And then I went back to my I, – I evened out and got back to my okay. my normal – I got my rust off me. Yeah, it's expected. You know, coming off a major surgery like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be some rust to remove. Yeah, I, I played my first 18 on Saturday, so fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Fingers crossed the back-to-back-to-back-to-back holes don't mess with me, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into it here. Uh, leading off with NFL – uh, so we'll start off with the offseason moves before we get into the headlines. Uh, we had a few that took place over the past week. Um, first up, the Jets, they signed a Packer quarterback finally. It was uh, Tim Boyle. Damn. Yeah, former Packer quarterback. Wow. Big signing. <laughs> Groundbreak. It's shattering. Earth mm-hmm. shattering. Yeah, earth shattering move right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was telling you over the week, but like I say. <laughs> All those fake posts of like Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets are like saying like yeah he's still not signed. Those crack me up, but they're really depressing. <laughs> I, just, I need this thing to happen already. Like it's giving me stress. Yeah. Like yeah. we need to get this done before the draft. You have to. You have to. You have to. Um, but other than that, uh, there was a breaking story yesterday out of the Tampa Bay area. Buccaneers linebacker Devin White is requesting a trade. Uh, per Jenna Lane. Apparently, the team does not want to trade him, but he wants to be traded as he is coming up on his fifth-year option. And that's that part's from Adam Schefter. Damn, that's that's huge. I mean, the Bucks are already kind of done, but like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understandably why he wants a trade. They're, they're, they did what they did or supposed to do. You know? Now it's a mm-hmm. rebuild. And if you're a young guy like that, you already have a championship under your belt, but you still have your whole career ahead of you. You don't want to be a part of a rebuilding. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So if, if you're the Bucs, I mean, I, I would do that because you can probably – he's still good and still young enough that you can probably get a decent return for him that will help kind of fast-track this rebuild. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, they should be they should be selling everybody. Mike Evans, they should – Godwin, they should get rid of everyone, honestly. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, the receivers, for sure. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, you have a dime a dozen, and, like, I don't know. It's not really worth it. And they all want a ring, so, like, they might not need to even, like, they might it might, be not, might not even be a situation where, like, they're desperate for a ring or want to win a ring. Yeah, they might just, like, all right, I don't feel like moving, so, like, don't mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lurs? He was our original choice. That, that draft... <laughs> We wanted Devin White to we the fall a little bit. We were gonna trade up to get Devin White. Mm-hmm. Tampa traded up past where we traded up, got Devin White. That left us with Devin Bush. <laughs> Devin White was our original guy we wanted that draft. That's why we traded up. Target, so yeah. Tomlin, he might be going after him, honestly. He wanted him like I think he's sick. Who, I think him and Colbert were like Colbert was GM at the time. I think Tomlin's like really mm-hmm. wanted Devin White, and then Devin Bush was like his second option. I mean, what would you be willing to give up? Two first rounds? Yeah, probably. 
Two first rounds. You probably have to. You probably have to include something else so we can make. Capper. Yeah. Maybe but, okay. Well, they don't need a receiver really. But I was gonna say, what about Deontay and two firsts? Yeah, they won't. They won't need a receiver, so they probably won't do that unless they want to flip Deontay again. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know who you can really give that's gonna take a lot of cap hit off of us. Um. Yeah, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. But I don't know. Maybe we do. Maybe we have cap because I'm looking, thinking our team. We have a lot of young guys who mm-hmm. don't give us a big cap it just yet. That word that could work. But the ones who do take a big cap it, we can't get rid of, like TJ mm-hmm. Watt or yeah. or uh, Minka. You know, like could you imagine our defense with him? <laughs> if, it, if it was, if it was Patrick Peterson, TJ <laughs> Watt, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward, Devin White, mm-hmm. get Bud Dupree back. Alex Highsmith, who's been killer. That would be That's nuts. Insane. We draft Joey Porter Jr. on the other side corner. We also year. got Neil from the Bucks. Didn't we just get Neil from the Bucks? A safety? Uh, I forget his first name. It's The safety um, we, we replaced Edmonds with is his last name is Neil, and he played for the Bucks. So Devin White's old teammates okay. are already on the team. We got, some, we got some boys on the team already. Adding up. It's adding up, dude. Our deep that if we got Devin White, I'm not just exaggerating here. Mm-hmm. That might make us Super Bowl contenders. I wouldn't even give up two first rounders. I'd give them up uh, our first round and our first second round pick this year because that's essentially two first rounders. I don't know if it'd make us a Super Bowl contender. That de- I just think about the defense that is listed off though. That's like one of the greatest. Yeah, but like eight. Kenny Pickett would need to have like a major upgrade. But what's the saying? Defense wins championships. It does. It does. All but we like, need is a good defense. I mean, we'd be the best defense in the NFL. Yeah. For sure. Correct. For sure. It'd be like us and San Fran, easily. Correct. But at the same time, I don't know. There's always that thing with sophomore slumps. Not that I'm saying Kenny's going to have that, but like it is like a thing that does happen from time to time. And I don't know. See, I am under. I don't know if they. I don't know if they win the division. I'm under the pressure right now. We are flirting with wild card team. If we get Devin White, mm-hmm. that makes that fills up a huge gap in our defense that we need filled, and it's being filled with a Pro Bowler. That mm-hmm. that has to give you from at least wild card team to the next level up, which is obviously a yeah. We, I can see us being the five seed behind the, the number one wild card, and we'll yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can get on our own. I mean, yeah, our, our offense is very young, so we don't know what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. yeah, we, have, we made a lot of good moves for the line. We really helped the, build the line up a little bit. Najee really turned on at the end of the year, which is a great sign from mm-hmm. a second-year guy. Um, George Pickens is a beast. Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson had an awful year last year, so that means he has this offseason. He's probably working double as hard. Yeah, because he's trying to either get a trade or get money. So yeah, so he needs going to be going out. Season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I th- it'd be interesting if we got, but I mean, we're just speculating here. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is Yinder speculation. It's, there's I haven't even read anything about Devin White wanting to come. Mm-hmm. There's us going for him, but yeah. And then uh, next up, sticking with the AFC North, the Ravens went out and they acquired free agent wide receiver OBJ on a one-year deal worth up to eighteen million dollars. Wild move. I mean, I think it's a smart move. I don't think it's going to improve the team, but I think if you're a team that's trying to find ways to keep Lamar Jackson on the payroll, 
that's a good way to do it. Yes. Um, didn't they FaceTime each other right after the signing? Probably. Like, I heard, they're going to be buddy-buddy for sure. Like, yeah. you know, they, they're both like, they both have that big ego, and I feel like they're going to mesh well together. They'll probably have a couple of big games throughout the season, but I don't know. I don't think it makes the team any better, getting OBJ on the roster. Yeah, I think, I forget who, where I heard it, but someone said, like, he, we already, he already proved that he can't play in the AFC North, so why are you paying him $18 million to play in the AFC North, <laughs> the division he sucked in last time he tried it? Well, you could argue that that was because of Stefanski. And but not Stefanski. Who was the guy before Kitchens? Yeah, and he had Stefanski, too. And oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, and Yeah, Baker. that was the year he left, yeah. His, Stefanski's yeah. first year. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I could see it, like, having a couple of good games, but nothing, like, earth-shattering for the Ravens, I say. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's another move coming out of the uh, NFC. The Lions traded cornerback Jeff Akuda to the Falcons for a 2023 fifth-round pick. Falcons low-key beefing up on their defense. It's getting a little bit spicy over there. And honestly, that's, like, the only thing they have going for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. might as well try to make, like, a really good defense. Yeah, we might have, like, the best Falcons defense we've seen probably in my whole life. Yeah, paired with, like, arguably the worst Falcons offense we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, like, kind of, like... Uh, it's it's like whenever we had the Steelers, we had like the best offense in the league, but the worst defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. The killer bees here. It's like the reverse of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then the last thing I have for some offseason moves, uh, Mark Ingram, he was interviewed recently and he stated that he is still wanting to play for his 13th season. Insert players I already thought were retired. I didn't. I thought he was gone. <laughs> I, was he on team last year? I don't think so. So he just was one of those free agents who don't retire. I think he was retire. on the Saints last. Yeah, I, I think he was on the Saints last. I think he went mm-hmm. from the uh, Ravens to the Saints. Yeah. Because that's where he started with the Saints. So he went back. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wikipedia. Um, I mean, personally, I probably team. wouldn't want him. But yeah, his last team was the Saints in 2022. It depends. If, he, if he's cool with the league minimum, I'd be cool with him as a backup. Dude, imagine like it's a like we had D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he, a, he's a decent like a washed up semi power back, you know. Yeah, like a washed up running back that like mm-hmm. has experience and you could be behind a young guy and be fine. Yeah, so he went from the Ravens to the Texans for one year and then got traded from the Texans to the Saints mid season, and like it says tw- till twenty twenty two. So he must have played last year, just didn't get in at all. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was all I have for off-season moves, though. Um, next up, though, some of the other headlines of the NFL. Uh, this one coming out for Dwayne Haskins. Um, so the family of the deceased Steelers quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, has filed a lawsuit against several people, businesses in the state of Florida itself, claiming that the quarterback was drugged, robbed, and extorted before he was fatally struck while standing drunk on a highway after running out of gas. So uh, the lawsuit, it was filed recently in Fort Lauderdale. It alleges the former Ohio State star was drugged and robbed by a man and three women in the hours before the April 9th, 2022 accident. They say that it happened at the Boca Raton Hotel at an upscale golf driving range, bar, and nightclub. The lawsuit does not give any specifics. Haskin, who was 24 at the time, had been in South Florida for off-season workouts with the Steelers' teammates when the accident happens. 
The lawsuit filed on behalf of his widow and parents also names the driver and owner of the dump truck that struck him, saying that it was exceeding the speed limit, had worn tires and brakes, and was overloaded. It says the pickup truck Haskins has rented uh, had a mechanical deficit that caused it to run out of gas. The family also alleges that the state of the high- the state highway department didn't properly maintain and light the road or post a lower speed limit while construction work was being done. They say a temporary sign blocked visibility on the highway. And then all that being said, Haskins' blood alcohol content was 0.2. According to his autopsy, that's 2.5 times the 0.08 legal limit for driving in that state. He also had uh, ketamine in his system. So I don't know, man. (laughs) I mean, it was a sad, tragic situation. It was weird when it happened. There's definitely some weird shit going on with it, but I, it just seems like a big money grab to me. Yeah, I kind of want to stay out of this one because it is sad that the whole everything that happened, but yeah, it, it does seem like a money grab by the family. I can't really blame them. Yeah, I agree. But at like, the same time, I can't say I wouldn't do something similar. Yeah. But it's just, everything yeah. they say has points, but also it seems like they're also just grasping for straws at this mm-hmm. point. They, I don't know. Try. I was gonna stay out of this one because I don't. I don't know what to really <laughs> say because it, it is a young young guy who died, and so I do feel bad for the whole situation. Yeah, but, yeah, I feel you there. I feel you there. I don't. Yeah. But on the other side of the fence, Bengals running back Joe Mixon was actually recharged with his aggravating menacing uh, charge. Nice. So nice. Joe Mixon back on the chopping block. What's gonna happen? I don't know. I don't know. Mark Ingram. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle. Um I mean that'd probably be a move he'd go for, you know, going to a contender. I mean if Joe Mixon gets suspended a few games, you need a a veteran guy just to have in the locker Mm -hmm. room. As, and then yeah. you'll get a lot more snaps when he's out than when he comes back. You don't really have to deal with it that much. He's played in the AFC North before. Yeah, it's true. It adds up. I could see yeah. it. Put my, I'm putting my money on it now. And then uh, the last thing I Oh, yeah. Um, the last thing I had, though, Kyler Murray is going to be joining the Oakland Athletics for the next MLB season and will be a multi-sport athlete. Damn, I did not see this. Yeah, yeah. It's smart. That's honestly a great move for him because it is smart. If if if, if football doesn't pan out, mm-hmm. and he's still got in baseball and he's killing in baseball, then he might he you could just retire from football and go full time baseball at that point. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if he'd do much because like I mean he's if he's like what four years out of college baseball now. I mean, it's definitely a sport you can like pick back up a little I bit think, easier, but. I think he's one of those guys who went to sp- training camp before. You know how there's some NFL guys who go to spring tr- uh, spring training, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Russell Wilson did for years, and yeah. um, I think Patrick Mahomes did one year. Like I think yeah. he, I think he's done that. But I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't see anything about that, but mm-hmm. it would make sense. Yeah, but he was very good at baseball. Mm-hmm. Very good. Like some people, yeah, thought, it was a big like, discussion when he was drafted. Like, yeah, what he's, a lot of people what's he thought that do? He, he probably would have been better off playing baseball. Like at the time, people were saying that. Yeah, and looking back too, I mean, I mean, he's definitely talented, and he almost like I feel like he was in the MVP conversation like one year. But I'm also not even out on Kyler Murray because he's so athletic that like mm-hmm. I think I think if you give him someone who's not Kingsbury. <laughs> 
and, and, and like has like a good playbook. Like I think you could work with him and be fine as a quarterback and be successful. But I think baseball, you can make so much more money in baseball. There's no cap. So if you're yeah. at baseball and he, yeah, you said he might be a couple years out, but I feel like sometimes people like that, you don't really lose it. So, cause he wasn't a pitcher either. He was, he was a second baseman, I think or shortstop. Yeah. That'd be a good spot for him. I think he was an infielder. So like mm-hmm. that not? is not hard to get back into, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's like the arm strength goes away. I mean, he's been tossing like hell Mary's left and right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's still there. His conditioning's still fine. He just have to readjust it to baseball. I think, I think yeah, I think batting's the only thing he'll be rusty at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see this year with, like, the new coach in Arizona and see if that pans out for Kyler. Does anything for the team. It's a tough division, so I don't know, but we'll have to see. But that's that's all I have for NFL. Draft's a couple weeks away. And this, I was going to say that. Two weeks? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll have a little preview for that, but you're going to be seeing a lot more of, you know, Kuiper and McShay giving their wrong ideas and opinions for about two more weeks. I heard, since we're talking about draft, I heard there's rumors that the Steelers might trade the Bears their number nine pick. And go for who? I have no idea. A lineman? No. Maybe he thinks. So the the two names I saw for a lot Going back and forth is this Paris Johnson tackle from Ohio State and Jerry Porter Jr. And both of which could go higher than what we get. So maybe we mm-hmm. really want one of those guys and trade up. Where are we at right now? Are we like 15 or something? 17, 15, 17, something like that, that range. Okay, something like that. All right, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I don't know. We might trade up, apparently. I, I didn't hear that until last night. I was with... Uh, I was with uh, Seppi, and he said that. Uh, I was like, oh, I didn't even hear that. So I don't know what we're doing, but it'd be kind of cool if we did. I mean, yeah. I, I always like trades in the draft. It makes me excited because it makes mm-hmm. me think we like someone. Looking back at it, it might be awful, like the Devin Bush trade up, but I don't know. I get, it gets me excited. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, then, let's take it over to NBA. You. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it. And boom goes the dynamite. All right. Guy. It is the NBA playoffs. Oh, yeah. It's finally here. Madison Square Garden right now. It's wild. Court side, yeah. It's electric. I don't even know what room I'm in this time. I clicked a different (laughs) one this time. I think it looks like I'm in a room. (laughs) Um, Because the heat suck. Yeah. I'm in a white wall room going crazy right now. Yeah, it was tough. Felt bad for you. Yeah, so we'll get uh, we'll get to it. I just want to yeah, get yeah, a yeah. few of everything that's going on in this in this little preview here. I have no notes, zero notes. All right. I am winging it to a certain extent. The old college effort. I want to I want to be up front with everybody. <laughs> I have my preseason predictions articles pulled up. I'm gonna go through that. All right. I have the playoff matchups pulled up. I have the head-to-head matchups between the two teams they're playing in the playoffs pulled up, mm-hmm. and I just have basketball knowledge in my head. So we're going on a ride here. All right. Uh, All we'll right. start with the playing. This game. is the test of your capabilities here. This really is. I mean, this is mm-hmm. zero writing anything down. Um, there, there's some big headlines coming out of the last week. I'm gonna try to uh, intertwine them with what we're talking about. Okay. Um, 
But we'll start the playing games first. We'll look at the West. Biggest story of the week coming out of the NBA in general is the Mavericks are being investigated for tanking because the Mavericks could have had this last spot in the playing game at the 10th. Mm-hmm. It was Slovenia night. It was Luca's home country night. People flew across the world to come see Luca play. Literally. Uh, it's Slo- wow, it's Slovenia I didn't even know day. that part. It was Slovenia day or whatever, however you say it. And so they had like that night in Mavericks, apparently. He played the first quarter, then they sat him the rest of the game. Literally, the Mavericks need to win this game, and they get in the playoffs, and they sat their best player intentionally. The difference, and then I, someone asked me, like, is it that big of a difference? Well, if Luca, if they, if the Mavericks make the playing game, they'll probably win tonight. They, they probably beat the Timberwolves on Friday, and they mm-hmm. the playoffs. That now, because they missed the playing game, they are guaranteed a top ten pick, pretty much. Mm-hmm. They have the top ten best odds at like in the lottery now because they missed the playing game. If they made the playing game, that'd probably jump to they actually wouldn't be in the lottery at all. They'd be yeah lottery. So when people were asking, is that that big of a difference? It really is because you went from a potentially like what fifteenth pick to a potential top ten, top five, maybe number one pick. Yeah. So yeah, it's a big deal. I don't know what the NBA is gonna do about. It. They are investigating it right now. Um. That is very shady. And on top of that, stick with the Mavericks before we get into the actual playoffs. There is rumors that Luca might be requesting a trade. I don't we know. Called well, yeah, we, we call it. <laughs> I don't know whether that's because of what happened here or if just the whole season he is frustrated. They made moves, but not the right moves. Bring Kyrie in because obviously we talked about a couple weeks ago how bad they were since they brought Kyrie in. I pulled the um, record up last time. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, I'll probably find it. Oh, yeah. It was abysmal. Yeah. It was it was like seven like twenty. <laughs> yeah. So Lucas frustrated. I saw another report today saying that he probably wouldn't. Saying like he's claiming he's not going to request a trade. But <laughs> always what everyone says before they request a trade. Dude, so I saw that whenever that popped up. I can't remember who posted it. I'm gonna try to find it real quick. Oh yeah. So whenever uh, the score posted it. Lucas said, I saw the report. I don't know who somebody said that I was going to request a trade. It was funny because I didn't know that was true. I didn't say it. I'm happy here. There's nothing to worry about. And I commented on it. It like just posted too. And I said that. I said, it says every player that was about to request a trade. It has currently 1,205 likes. Wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was getting blown up on it. I was like, nice, nice. That's that is nice. That's but yeah, we called that last year. We said, you know, if they don't do well this year. They don't get any like other banana to help out Luca. He might just try to leave next year and look mm-hmm. at where we're at. Mm-hmm. Look where we are. They they went out and got Kyrie, and did not work at all. At all. The at furthest all. thing from working. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um. So yeah, all that to say, the Mavericks are not in the playing game. Mm-hmm. The playing games were last night. We had the Lakers versus Timberwolves. Other big headline from especially over this weekend. Fights all over the NBA, especially within teams. So yeah. I'll do ones that aren't involved in this game, and then we'll talk about this. This is the bigger one. First mm-hmm. one I saw today: Kyle Kuzma and uh, Spencer Dinwiddie for the Wizards are beefing. Apparently, they've had beef before, and the beef is reigniting. I believe they're both still in the Wizards right now. Um, let's see here. Let me pull it over quick. Um, that's funny. The beef apparently, is reunited. 
Yeah, apparently Dinwiddie questioned Kuzma's priorities as a player Wednesday during his appearance on FanDuel TV's Run It Back. I'm in the – oh, no. So they're not on the same team anymore. Sorry, Dinwiddie's not there anymore. Um, I'm in the playoffs. He's not. There's a lot of guys in the NBA that are uh, really pour their heart and soul into basketball and are willing to do whatever it takes to win. There are a lot of guys that have different things that drive and motivate them. I think if we look at him and the way he approaches life, fame, and all that stuff, we can see where his priorities tend to vary. <laughs> So they're not on the same team anymore. I think Dimwee's on the Nets again. Yeah, I think he went back to the Nets. I think he was part of that KD move, or I don't know. Um, but regardless, yeah, he uh, is reigniting the beef with Cal Kuzma. Um, so there's beef there. Um, yeah, so he plays for the Nets. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, the second beef was amongst teammates on Sunday. We had the Clippers, or Sat. Yeah, it's Sunday. The Clippers game. We had Bones Highland and Mason Plumley going at it, um, mm-hmm. in the huddle on the sideline. Bones Highland and Mason Plumley went, Plumley went back and forth, and they started pushing each other. Got break, broken up, all that stuff. Um, but the biggest one, the bigger ones, plural, is the Timberwolves. They they've yeah. been collapsing lately. Uh, the last few uh, weeks in general, um, but especially Sunday. First, we saw uh, McDaniels, Jalen McDaniels, um, walking down the tunnel frustrated, punches a wall, breaks his hand out indefinitely. Didn't play in the playing game last night. Probably won't play in the playing game Friday. Mm-hmm. If they win, might not make play. The, he broke his hand. He yeah, might not be out, yeah. out for the rest of the season. Um, so that's not good that one of your better role players is just punching walls and breaking their hands. And then... Uh, Kyle Anderson and Rudy Gobert got in on the sideline. Rudy Gobert punched Kyle Anderson <laughs> yeah. on, on, during the game on the sideline. Uh, and so the Timberwolves suspended him one game, which means he didn't play in the playing game last night against the Lakers because he punched his own teammate. He got suspended. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Lakers ended up beating the Timberwolves in overtime last night. I watched the first half, didn't watch the second half. First half, the Lakers looked awful. Yeah. Um, and then I just, like I said, I didn't watch the second half at all. I woke up this morning, checked the box score. I was like, oh, really turned it on. LeBron had a great game. AD had a great game. But that's pretty much it. Like, uh, I think Dennis Schroeder maybe had a decent game. Yeah, I think the Lakers were up pretty well. And then the Timberwolves tied it up very late to force uh, overtime. But then they <laughs> lost in overtime. Yeah. It's, I think it's like Mike Conley got fouled on three or something like that near the end mm-hmm. and knocked him into good overtime. Yeah. Um, Anthony Edwards didn't do great. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure. It's tough whenever one of your better players gets suspended for your playing game and because mm-hmm. we're punching a teammate. That's not great. No. It's not great. It's not great. Um, this team's in shambles. They're in shambles. If it wasn't for the Mavs, we'd be talking about the Timberwolves a lot more. Yeah, I agree. They they are completely in shambles. I I saw a lot more since that incident. I saw a lot more people posting, reminding everybody what the Timberwolves traded to get Rudy Gobert. Four first-round <laughs> picks. Wester, uh, what's his name? Uh, Walker Kessler, whatever his name is, from the Jazz, who had a great season. Yeah. Um, like, just so uh, Pat Bev, this, uh, someone else. A lot of guys got traded, a lot of assets traded for someone who just, it just didn't work. Like, you're, you're mm-hmm. about to miss the playoffs. I don't know if they can beat whoever wins tonight, Pelicans or Thunder. Yeah. It's... They probably will, but then they'll, all right, we can get into the playoffs here in a second, too, but um, Garrett's in shambles. Uh, so as I mentioned, the Lakers won. So the Lakers are officially playing the Grizzlies. Started the playoffs. Yeah. 
Then the player tonight, the game tonight is the Pelicans versus the Thunder. Um, and that starts later. Let's see who I think is going to win this game. Um, yeah, this app's awesome. It has it shows you their season records against each other. Uh, uh, gotcha. So it looks like New Orleans won three, won three out of the four games. Mm-hmm. No Zion. Zion's still sidelined. Um, he, people were criticizing because he's still out, and he pretty much. I don't have the exact quote in front of me, in front of me but he basically said like, "Guys, I'm trying to get out there. <laughs> like, I'm trying to play. It's not like I'm not like electing not to play. Like, cut me a break. I'm trying to get there." He's been saying this for a year. Well, when he plays, he's so good. That's insane. That's mm-hmm. a great. That's a crazy part about because a lot of times when people struggle with injuries and they come back, they're like rusty or trash. When he plays, he's insane. It just yeah. he doesn't play. So it's like kind of one of those you can't give up on him yet because if you just get him healthy, he's gonna win like league MVP. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So right now it's Thunder Pelicans. I love SGA. I love Josh mm-hmm. Giddy. Uh. Josh Hemme. <laughs> um but I, I think I think the Pelicans have more have more depth. I think they have a better team. I think they're gonna win that game. So Fair then enough. so do you agree or do you think the Thunder gonna win? Um, I don't know. I mean either way, I don't think it matters at the end of the day. They're gonna get cooked by the Nuggets if they make it. If they lose to the Timberwolves, so be it. Yeah. So basically all that to say, I think it's gonna be Pelicans, Timberwolves fighting mm-hmm. for that last spot. And no matter who it is, I think yeah, I agree. I think they're getting cooked by the Nuggets. Um, yeah. So the first round matchup would be either Timberwolves, Pelicans, or Thunder. Doesn't matter. I think Joker's played insane all year. Everyone's finally healthy. I think the Nuggets can beat any three of those teams in five games. I'd say sweep regardless of the team. Yeah, I'm always hesitant to say sweep. Yeah, yeah. I always go five games. If I think it's going to be a sweep, I always go five games. If I think it's going to be five games, I always go six. Mm -hmm. If I think it's going to be six, I think it's going to be six. It'll be a sweep. I think it's going to be a sweep. I think it's going to be a sweep. (laughs) I just, it's like not giving us anything a perfect score. I don't want to, I don't know. I think it's going to be a sweep. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, Especially if it's the Timberwolves. Timberwolves are in. Yeah, they're just a mess right now. They'll have no answer for Joker if Gobert games. The Thunder, this is a great it's this great get your reps in season. Mm-hmm. Like they're if they don't want to make they probably want to lose tonight, honestly. Or if I actually if I'm the Thunder, I'd probably want to win the night and then lose tomorrow or Friday. Because if yeah. you make the playoffs, like I said, you're not in the water anymore. But you want to get your guys some experience like winning a winning a playing game, even though it's not a playoff game, it's still a playoff postseason experience, you know. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I I feel like the Thunder are never gonna win a title in the next ten years, dude. I don't know. It depends. It really depends on how Chet Holmgren is because we haven't seen. Don't have to do like forget something nuts like bringing a star. I mean, I guess you can't really say any team. Any team can win in the next ten years because you can but, just get a star nowadays. But but the thing is, like, I think they're doing it right. I think they're growing their own stars. I think look at SGA how he's improved every single year into this year. <laughs> beginning of the season, he was an MVP candidate for a little bit. Like yeah. he was all-star this year. Josh Giddy's had an insane year, completely stepping up. He could mm-hmm. be an all-star by next season. Then right there, you have two all-stars. Then yeah. Chet Holgram, we haven't seen yet, number two overall pick. If he comes back and plays like a number two overall pick, giving him two more years, four years from now, he might have three all-stars on that team. Yeah, Straight from the draft, we don't have to bring anyone in. So like, mm-hmm. I'm going to give him some some uh, some reps now while you can. Um, I mean, that's what they did with KD, Harden, and Russ. Mm-hmm. By the time they all got some reps in and stuff like that, then they were a 
finals bound. They didn't win, but they were there. Yeah, I just I can't I can't bet on Chet Holgram yet. Can't do it. Yeah, no one really, no one can. But he's a frail can, guy. But you can, but looking at SGA and Giddy, how they mm-hmm. progress so far, you got to at least admit that those two are going to be two stars for the future that can build a team around them. Um, if you keep them, um, and then Lou Dort's a great role player you can keep around too. If you, yeah, I forgot about Lou Dort. Yeah, he's not going to be a star or anything like that. But if you can keep him around and be like a team guy, you got like a Marcus Smart right there. He could be a six man of the year candidate for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. Next matchup, we got the Lakers versus the Grizzlies. Our friend Cody, my friend Cody, uh, loves talking basketball. He wants to come back on during the summer to do a top five. Okay. Um, he hates the Grizzlies with a passion. He thinks <laughs> his quote, they're a bunch of bitches. Um, he hates them all year. He hated them last year. He hated them for a while. He says they act like punks who think they won stuff that they have and they haven't yet and all this stuff. Granted, he was right somewhat because John Morant kind of had a meltdown this year. Yeah. But because of that, he always seems to count the Grizzlies out or says they're trash. He thinks the Lakers are going to beat the Grizzlies in the series. I'd replied, dude, it's getting it's at best. The Lakers get two games. At best. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's where I think. I mean, the Grizzlies. Yeah. John Morant's a scumbag, but he guess what? He's really good at basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple J defensive player of the year. Most likely. Um, Steve Adams is going to be out. Pretty much for the whole playoff, so that's gonna hit. But like Dylan Brooks is a pest. Tyus Jones is one of the best backup point guards in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond Bain, I believe, is gonna. I think he's healthy. Let me double check this. Yeah, like for the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers have been playing good basketball recently, but and I don't want to count out LeBron James, but at the same time, like LeBron would have to be putting up thirty points a game, at least a double double mm-hmm. in most of the series. AD would have to be at least 20 to 25 points a game. Yeah. And that's the thing. And you yeah. need like one of their young players to do 20 plus points in each of the games to win. Yeah. did that. Yeah, exactly. That's like the point. Like they really have those two guys. It's it. Dennis Schroeder had a mm-hmm. decent game last night. Um, AR 15 is a new, uh, Della Dova crew. So these white guys that people always hype up way too much. Cause they play with LeBron, but they actually yeah. aren't that like anything crazy. They're a good role player, mm-hmm. but they're not, they need another, they need a third piece there to compete and they don't have that. And their depth is not good. I mean, they brought in like people like Rui, uh, Hachimura. They have that, uh, Brown. who's not that bad. Um, like I said, Schroeder, but they, I don't know. They just don't, they don't have enough guys to take on the Grizzlies. And I'm looking at them. Yeah. Desmond Bain's game time decision. He's probably going to play. Um, I mentioned last week, like Luke Kennard. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the best acquisitions at the trade deadline, be- like statistically, because he's insane from three. Um, and I also uh, love what, uh, what's the name? Jenkins is doing the coach, Taylor Jenkins. Uh, I think he had a great season. Har- uh, Darvin Ham, I don't think had a great season as head coach, as a first year head coach. Uh, obviously turned it on at the end to get to the seventh seed, but it's kind of easy. Everyone in that in between them and the seventh seed at the time was is garbage. Like the best one was the Timberwolves, and they were ha- having a huge <laughs> collapse. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I think Grizzlies at best they'll beat them. I mean at worst they'll beat them in six games. At best five games. I do think LeBron's gonna will will at least one win, maybe two. And mm-hmm. if they I got, if Anthony Davis and LeBron keep that up the whole series, what they did last night, then it might be having more of a series I'm giving credit to. I just don't think they can keep it up. Thir- LeBron yeah. 30 plus points, eight, Anthony Davis 18 rebounds or whatever it was. Like, you're not going to get that every game. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then furthermore, even if they do miraculously pull it off, you have to go to Denver after that. <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah. And they're going to get wrecked there. <laughs> and you're not going to do that against Denver too. Like, no, you're not. That's insane. Um, so, uh, all right. Did you see though when they played the Clippers, the Lakers, Russell Westbrook was like getting real, uh, feisty. I did. Was it the late? I was thinking of. I'm, I might have not seen it. I'm thinking of when Russell was giving at Dylan Brooks. Uh, that, did you see that? I don't think I did. No. Oh, he was. Well, just, I could imagine. Yeah. He was just. He was just chirping at Dylan Brooks because he's like, "You're you're a trash talker. You're like you're trash. Like all this stuff is awesome." Because there, there was a few plays during this uh, Lakers Clippers game. For one, uh, LeBron was going to the basket and he went to instead of go for the dunk. Uh, passed it out for a three, but he threw it right to Ru- Russell Westbrook on the Clippers bench. And Russell uh, gave him good pass, man. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and then there's another one where Russell was going to the basket and uh, Austin Reeves was covering him. And Russ just dominated him and like did one of those stare downs after Austin was on the ground. That's funny. And then I think there was another where uh, Russell drained a jump shot over LeBron. And kind of like pointed at him after it, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's definitely like you know feeling some type of way about his stint with the Lakers. I feel. I think so too. I it could possibly also be like a friendly like how, how you're my buddy. I'm 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 torching you right now. True, um, true. But also could yeah, it could just be like straight up. Yeah, I I kind of have the notion that it's a little bit more than that, but not not too severe. Yeah. Um. All right, rest of the playoffs. Take a look at the three versus six matchup. Okay. The Battle of California. Sacramento Kings versus the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking of California, this is the first time ever that all four California teams are in the playoffs together. Well, yeah, because Sacramento. Yeah. And Sacramento's uh cold streak started whenever the Clippers ended. Because Clippers went, so they had a 16-year playoff drought yeah. that led right into the 17-year playoff drought from the Kings. Wow. So damn. Yeah. And then before that, yeah, I mean, it's just, and the Kings even before, the Kings are new to Sacramento too. They were Kansas City forever too. And um, you know, if the Warriors don't win, none of them are gonna win. Um, yeah, no way, no way. <laughs> um, which that kind of gives you a nice little preview for this series. Um, the season series is the Warriors are three to one. Uh, Kings won one game, and that was in November. Um, the Kings have really, really stepped it up since the last time. I mean, mm-hmm. they played each other in April. Warriors destroyed them, but I don't know who was playing for the Kings. It was like a, couple, like a week ago, so it might have been resting everybody and not really caring. Yeah, because yeah, they were kind of locked in that spot. Yeah, so I don't know what to think because of the Kings been kind of grew as the season went on and it seems like a lot of these games were before the new year there were mm-hmm. the last it was october 23rd november 7th november 13th so the kings weren't the same kings then yeah or now however we've been saying it all year with the kings we think that it's awesome they made the playoffs it's awesome they have home court they are not winning first round they their defense nah. is too bad they're like their offense is so good and for some teams, if they had a different draw here, maybe they'd win the first round. But you can't out-offense the Warriors. If yeah. the, all the Kings do is offense, 
in your matchup against the Warriors, who's another team that's an insane offense, like the the best offense maybe like in the last twenty, like ten years. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna out offense them. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I they're, they're a similar boat for me as the Lakers. Like they'll probably win one. They'll have a crazy game, but then they'll be lucky if they win two. I'll I'll give the Kings two. I'll mm-hmm. give the Kings two because they have been playing good. Hell, they might even win the first two. And then the then then the Warriors being like, all right, we gotta, all right, gotta. Clay will hold up like the four for four rings again. Yeah, and <laughs> they'll take they'll go to uh, what's it called? They'll go back to uh, San Fran, and the Warriors will win those two games, make it two mm-hmm. two, and then the Warriors just gonna be rolling at that point. But yeah, I mean there is the history here. That's a good callback, kind of. Uh, was that the Warriors who fought the Kings, where Mike Brown was just like. Yeah, these guys ride together. Was that another team? That's the Grizzlies. Never mind. Yeah, that's the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's also Clay was also with the Grizzlies doing the four <laughs> Grizzlies, and then the Grizzlies and the Kings got in a fight. Was it the Grizzlies or the Clippers? Maybe or the Suns? I don't remember. But I don't know. Regardless, I say I take the Warriors in five to six. Okay. I'm gonna go with five. Yeah. When I when I recap it, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm only gonna do round. I'm only gonna do the first round here. I'm not gonna do all, go all the way. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. do it as the playoffs progress. All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give a clear answer to recap. And then the last uh, Western Conference first-round matchup we haven't touched on yet is the Suns versus the Clippers. The season series is split 2-2, two to two, um, with the Clippers winning the most two recent games. Suns. I mean, the Clippers are great. Paul George is going to be hurt, so his, his status for the entire first round is questionable. He's not going to start the first round. Like, he might mm-hmm. miss the first game or two. But the Suns have KD, and when KD played for the Suns, every game he played for the Suns, was he went off. I mean, I think I think there was two games, his, like, off games, he was scoring 15. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this will be a Suns sweep just because Paul George being out. Mm-hmm. I don't think he comes back in time that they'll be able to salvage anything. You're going to go five, though. I'm going five because I can also <laughs> see if Paul George does come back and you have your entire team healthy, they give it one last, like, oh, shit, we're going to make it a series. And then mm-hmm. the Sun just snuffs them out. I can, I can see that, too. Because yeah. on paper, you you have you have Russ, you have K, PG, you have Kawhi, and those and you have Zubok, who's a solid center. You have Ty Lue, who's questionable as a coach. I kind of like him. I know a lot of people don't. But it's just you have KD. KD yeah. and Devin Booker and Chris yeah. Paul, like, and DeAndre Aiden, Aiden. <laughs> and and whoever the fuck else, TJ Warren, if he's playing, <laughs> I don't even know because I no one cares about the Suns besides the people, four players I just named. Mm-hmm. Monty Williams is a fantastic coach. Um, I'm seeing if TJ Warren's not hurt, so you have him. You got Tory Craig. <laughs> Andre uh, Landry Shamit, uh Terrence Ross, you know, all the all the hits. Terrence Ross is cool. I like him. I like Terrence Ross. He's not good anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But regardless, I think the Suns I'll I'll give the Suns five and five there, but yeah, I don't know. So what that that matchups then would be what? The four and the five. Or that was the four and the five. Yeah, so it'd be uh oh. Grizzlies, Suns, Nuggets, Warriors. 
We didn't do the Nuggets, but they'll cook whoever. Yeah, we yeah we did the Nuggets versus the Timberwolves under or yeah 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 uh, Pelicans. We, that's the first one we did. All right, yeah, so we're good on the West. Yeah, but I'm saying that the matchups then would be the Nuggets versus the Warriors most likely, and the Grizzlies uh, versus the Suns, which that'd be kind of interesting matchups. Probably Suns, and then the Nuggets Warriors. That'll be a series. That'll be that, that'll, seven, that's gonna be seven games. That's gonna be seven that's games. seven games for sure. Yeah, and well, then we'll, I'd probably take the winner of that series to the to take the West. That's a good take. Honestly, the Warriors, you, it's tough. The Warriors are six seed because they missed Steph a big significant time. When they're mm-hmm. all healthy, yeah, they're still the Warriors. <laughs> like, um, Suns Warriors would be good popcorn, though. Good popcorn series. Be great. I mean, mm-hmm. KD versus old team. Yeah. You have, you have Devin, you have Chris Paul and Steph. You have Clay on Devin Booker. Those are just matchups. Like, they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Draymond cool. Green might, might be a task of locking down. KD on defense. Yeah. Get those two going, going. That'd be fun, and I kind of want to see that. Dude, that'd be interesting too, because didn't they have some beef when KD left? Like, they yeah. kind of squashed it, but like, they, there I mean, was some notions that that was like part of the reason he wanted out. There's, they, they, there was that one moment where they're fighting on the bench, they're mm-hmm. screaming at each other, like, yeah, like, near the end of the season. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. so like that definitely had an issue. Um, but yeah, I, if I have to give a prediction from the West, so I'll. I'll take the Suns probably. I really want Joker to make it to the finals. I like him. I like the Nuggets a lot. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't think they can beat the Warriors. I, I think if they're oh. ever going to beat the Warriors, this is the year. So I'll take the Nuggets to win it. I don't like it, but. Even even is Nuggets, Suns, Western Guards finals would be nice. I think I, I think the Suns are good. Um, I think Chris Paul's going to have to win one here eventually. I just don't think they have the depth or the chemistry yet. I agree. I think that, next that. year the Suns will be a force. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right, take it over to the East. Start the recap of last night's playing game. Uh, Let it all out. Tweed the lollipop. We lost. Uh, we sucked. I really don't know. I saw. I was on Twitter during the game. I didn't want to watch the game. I was watching the game, but I was on Twitter because I didn't want to actually watch the game. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of people saying, dude, maybe the Heat are trying to lose on purpose. And I was like, God, I hope so, because we look awful. Um, yeah, it was like, what, a 20, 10 or 20 point deficit in the first half? We we, lo- we lo- narrowed the gap at the end of the first half. So it was mm-hmm. like 25 points maybe after the first quarter. Like yeah. crazy like that, we're down. Uh-huh. Then we narrowed down to 15 at half. So we went the second half down 15. We yeah. got down to like six, and we were like made it a game. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, just the Hawks pulled away. Um, Kyle Lowry, it sucks. Kyle Lowry had such a great game, and Jimmy Butler was very off, especially in the first half. I think he was like three for 18 shooting in the first yeah. half. The biggest issue was we got out rebounded like badly. Clint Capella had more offensive rebounds than the heat the entire heat team did. Um it sucks because Bam is a Bam's a center, but he's so small. Like we need a true center to pair with Bam so Bam can play the four. If Bam mm-hmm. was power forward, had these power forward matchups, he would dominate people. Yeah. So no, that's true. Small center. He's a great defensive player, but it's tough on the offensive end when you have a good center like Clint Capella playing against him because he he did nothing offensively. 
Mm-hmm. Defensively, he's still okay because he that's his main thing, but he didn't do anything on offense. So. Yeah. Um, Tyler here was chucking up every shot he had. I don't know why. I feel like at one point I like said stop giving the ball to Tyler because he just is playing hero ball right now and he's not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean I'm not worried about not making the playoffs. I think we're gonna win the next playing game, which is happening right now. It is the Raptors versus the Bulls. Uh, you're gonna play the Raptors. Is it bad right now? It's 87 to 77. Ten minutes left in the fourth. Okay. Okay. The, the Raptors have been like holding a solid lead most of the game. Okay, so we're gonna play the Raptors. So uh, I'm pretty confident in saying the Raptors are winning this one. Okay, let's look at. I'll start looking ahead for the Raptors then. Um, heat schedule. Sorry, I'm gonna pull up the heat schedule here and all. Mm-hmm. See what we got. Raptors. One and one. One and two. One and three. One and three. Damn. So, yeah, the Raptors are winning the season series against the Heat three to one. I don't think that's that bad, though. I mean, it's still Miami. We we have we have the home court. Mm -hmm. And also, like, you're a better team. And it's Kyle Lowry had a great game last game. Mm -hmm. Playing his whole team. You always got to factor that in, you know? Yeah. Um, but regardless, I think we're gonna win. So I think if we're gonna be us versus the Bucks first round, mm-hmm. hate that. I'd much rather have the Celtics first round. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think, and I'll, I'll go through the whole playoffs of the East. But I don't think there's a single person who can guard Giannis in the East. And I think actually think there's one person in the league who can guard Giannis pretty well, and he's on his team, which is Jay Crowder, which is how we beat the Bucks back when we went to the finals in 2020. Yeah. Because Jay Crowder shut Giannis down pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now Jay Crowder is on Giannis's team, um, so I don't think we're gonna have anyone who can guard Giannis. Yeah. I love the Heat. I love being very biased, but I I can also see the, the Bucks win that series in five games, and then not not in. I don't. I think the Bucks can sweep us, and I think oh we're um yeah. five games. I don't want to say sweep. I honestly think we win one. I I think we have a Jimmy Butler fifty point game. I'm gonna say sweep. Mm-mm. No, no time to run roll. No, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm also I, gonna say sweep for a future series. So, if it's the Heat Bucks and the Bucks sweep the Heat, I'll give you a second trump card. A second trump card. Yeah. You mean the one that you you have but not really have yet? The one that if Aaron Rodgers ever goes to the Jets, I have, but it's most likely gonna be mine. But we don't, I can't officially own it yet. <laughs> I'll give you rights to that card. Uh, I want this. I give you rights to that card, but once you use it, it becomes mine. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, and if the Bucks sweep the sweep the Heat, yeah, yeah. We we share one, but you get to use it before I do. I don't get I don't get to have it until you use it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Deal, deal, deal. Um, yeah. I the Giannis is a beast. What can I say? The the Bucks are good. Um, 
Second matchup, let me go through, is the Celtics versus the Hawks, which has happened. Um, the Celtics are a very good team. The Hawks mm-hmm. aren't. Um, there was one point in the season that everyone thought John Collins was gone, Trey Young was going to be gone, Clay Capella was going to be traded. But they fired Nate McMillan, brought in Quinn Snyder, and I think I saw a stat during the game last night that Quinn Snyder has the longest playoff streak by any head coach in the league right now. Mm-hmm. For uh, So I think six playoffs straight, and this might be the seventh. Damn. So that's kind of crazy. That is wild, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Hawks are a good team. By that, I mean they have like definitely some good players with uh, Murray and Young and Capella and Hunter and – Bogdanovich, but the Celtics are one of the this is the best team in the league, arguably. And Jason Tatum's a beast, and they're mm-hmm. all healthy right now. Once again, I'm not. I think this could be a sweep, but I also could see a game where Trey Young has 40 plus in this. Yeah, I'm gonna go five for this one as well. Yeah, shoots sh- hitting threes from the logo. Like I, I Young has don't think this will be a sweep. Yeah. This is the closest series that I am leaning towards a sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm this, this is the furthest one I am, but uh, I just think Trey Young loves those toxic atmospheres. He'll have that one game, maybe the first game, where he like does something, pisses off Boston fans, and then they lose anyways. Yeah, like he's gonna be playing his mind out of his mind, but there's mm-hmm. not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, next matchup, we'll go three versus six. The Sixers versus the Nets. Um, sweep. Let's move on. <laughs> see, I was going to say sweep. And I'm thinking sweep. But I just want to say it out to the universe so people know that mom, I know ball. Last year, we thought they were going to sweep the Raptors. And the Raptors somehow won two games on them. For some reason, the Sixers are just aren't good in playoff basketball. I yeah. think the, I think the Sixers should sweep them. I think they will sweep them. But I also don't want people to overlook the fact that the Nets might sneak in one or two games. It'd be very weird. <laughs> What's what I mean? The, the Raptors should I know Ben Simmons is shut down, but what if Ben Simmons played and just went lights out? <laughs> It'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Dude, what if he goes like 10 for, like he went 10 for 10 from the three, like... <laughs> That'd be, that'd be insane. Like, he was the long con. <laughs> he, he, he gets very physical. Everyone thinks his back's going to break again, and he's just, like, made out of, like, rubber randomly. He's, like, just indestructible. <laughs> uh, um, see that. Yeah, so I will I will officially put it in a, for a sweep, but I will just want to note that I... There's an asterisk. There could be a game or two. Like, last year, the Raptors were winning that series 2-1. to one. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. They shouldn't. That that's is crazy. Insane. Yeah. Um. The last matchup in the East, we have the Cavs versus the Knicks. The four versus the fives. Thoughts? Cavs sweep. No, I disagree. Disagree. I think the Cavs. I think this is going to be the closest and most fun first round series to watch. Um. I think I give the Cavs the edge. I think they're going to win because Donovan Mitchell is the Donovan Mitchell is their uh, advantage. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if you take Donovan Mitchell out of the equation, I think the Knicks and the Cavs have the exact same level of skill team. So it's just like 
I'm giving the Cavs the edge because they have Donovan Mitchell. They have a star that you guys don't really have. But Jalen Brunson has been playing phenomenal. Julius Randle's been playing phenomenal. You have guys off the bench like Quickly and who's that Grimes guy who's been playing solid minutes. Mm-hmm. RJ Barrett's been playing solid minutes all year. I think the only factor is they have Donovan Mitchell, and I think that's why they're going to win. But I can see this game, this going seven games, honestly. That kills me inside. <laughs> I know. Would you rather be a sp- Yeah, the only yeah. factor is you don't have Donovan Mitchell, who you should have, but the Cavs came out of nowhere to get him. I know. Um, I, I've, I've been thinking about this series all day, what I was going to say for it, because I don't want to upset you. But... No, no, no. I mean, it's fine. Would you rather I'm, go I'm to seven or get a sweep five? so I could not be disappointed further? Would you rather go seven and lose or sweep? Because seven, you might be like, ah, we might win tonight. It's awesome. We're getting all excited. Then you get your hopes. You get let down. Your hopes are way high and you get let down. Or would you rather just be asleep and be like, all right, well, I don't have to worry about basketball till October again. I'd rather lose in seven. Because it gives you hope for the future. Yeah, yeah. It makes it look better. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially going against like Donovan Mitchell, who is a superstar, and we don't really have a superstar. I mean, Brunson's definitely an all-star, but I don't think he's at that next level yet. Mm, I agree. But, well, then that will make the matchups the Bucks versus the Cavs. Give the advantage to the Bucks there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Celtics versus the Sixers, Boston versus Philly. Let's have a meteor strike down the stadium. That'd be awesome. Um, oh, here I, this forgot about the Knicks. This is this is another thing I wanted to point out in my Knicks argument. Why I think Knicks will make this a series, not a sweep. They won the season series. They're now three to one against the Cavs. I I still don't trust. They, them. they they've been playing them well all season. So I don't know. Um, I, I still don't trust it. <laughs> I still don't yeah. Trust it. yeah. I mean I like that stat, but ugh. yeah. But okay, so Celtics, Sixers. I give it to the Celtics. Bucks, Cavs. I give it to the Bucks. Bucks, Celtics, Eastern Conference Finals. Everyone's anticipating this. They're the two best teams in the league, I'd say. So, um, I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough one. I don't know who's going to win Too much that. green. But Too much green. I think it's going to go Bucks. I think the Celtics beat the Bucks last year when Chris Middleton was hurt. If everyone's healthy going into the finals, I don't know if they can handle Giannis. Yeah, I think realistically, Bucks are the only team that can come out of the East. And I think I'd like to see the Nuggets go, but I think the Warriors have a solid shot, and I think the Suns do too. Bucks Suns take two. The rematch. That would be fun. The revamp Suns. Yeah, the Suns with KD. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we <laughs> we got rid of all of our role players to get KD. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll take I'll take I'm I'm pulling for the Nuggets at the end of the day. Aside from the Knicks and aside from the Heat, pulling for the Nuggets. Yeah, I, I am probably too. And I'll LeBron, probably. I'll root for LeBron, even though I think there's no shot in hell. Yeah, I think we're gonna get crushed in the first round. So I'll if if the Knicks go on a run, that'd be fun. It I would think, be fun. I, It'd be I'll, annoying though because the New York fan base would be absurd. Bing bong. Yeah, we get we'll get the another we'll get the bing bongs again. Ugh. Bing bong. All right. Um Bing bong, fuck your life. Joe Byron. Uh, before we move on to Bob Culture, I do just want to recap my preseason predictions. Mm-hmm. I don't have my, the preseason predictions for awards. I will okay. try to find them before the awards are announced. Spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure Joel B has locked up, and so I'm pretty sure I was 150 bucks. 
Um, they're knock on wood. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So from the east, I have my finals contenders. I have the Celtics. I have the Sixers. I have the Bucks. All correct. Top three seeds. Yeah. Then I have the Heat. Eh. So that is first. That's a homer pick. First fail. I need you to keep track of how many fails I have. So that's a first fail. The next at the playoff walks for the East, I have I have the Cavs. I have the Nets. Then I have the Bulls. So I count the Bulls as an L because they should be in the next category now. But the other two were, I got correct. So I'll count that as a two. Bubble teams, I have the Raptors. I have the Hawks. I have the Knicks, Hornets, Wizards. I'll take the L on the Knicks. So the Knicks and the Bulls should be swapped. And then I would call that all correct. All right. Three's not uh, then, bad. Then the Nod Chance teams, I have the Pistons, I have the Magic, I have the Pacers. The Pacers, at the halfway point, I said that I'll take an L for that. They ended up proving me Fumble correct. in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would like to take back that wrong Pacers take I had halfway through, so give me two wrong for the East. I'm thinking my I was I was ultimately correct about the Pacers as a plus one for my score. <laughs> um, and that's no, you're West. getting three still. You're getting three still. All right, bud. All right, bud. How bad's the West? Uh, West contenders. I have the Warriors. I wouldn't discredit that. I also wouldn't discredit that they're the only because they're the only they were in that position because Steph got hurt and they still we're still saying they could win it. So I will. Yeah. I, yeah, you're correct. I won't take an L for that one. The Clippers, I'll take an L for. I got I had John Wall, like a big focal point in my reasoning why <laughs> <laughs> I have the Grizzlies out of the Suns. Yeah, I will fair. take I will take no L's for those two. But I will take an L because I have the Nuggets as a playoff lock, not a contender. They were contenders. Absolutely. Okay. The picture, I wish you, everyone go check out the article on derryjsports.wordpress.com uh, for the playoff flock picture. I have the Joker picture from as a kid when he's sitting there in his shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the Mavericks. That's an L. It's a playoff flock. They fumbled the bag. So we're yeah, yeah. Six, yeah. I have the Timberwolves. I'll take yeah. That. I'll take that as an L. Uh, they're a bubble team. I don't best. blame you for that one, though. Uh, yeah, I was just like, dude, they have... My reasoning is they have Anthony Edwards. He's a dog. They have Cat. They have Rudy. And the Twin Towers down low, they can't be beat. Yeah. No. Um, so you got what? The last, line, the last line is I think they'll be able to score, secure a playoff spot without dealing with a playing game. <laughs> um, also, T.O., Bulls brought it back. Whoa. 96-95, four, four and a half minutes left. Oh. So could be the Bulls. The Bulls, I would much rather have the Raptors. <laughs> oh, it's looking spicy. Zach Levine, Levine just had a nice points. jumper. Go up three. three points. Yeah. Gary Trent has two points. I bet him to have ten. That's an L. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zach Levine's eleven and nineteen field goals percentage right now. Um, yeah. All right, uh, bubble teams. I have the Lakers. That's correct. I have the Pelicans. That's correct. I have the Thunder. That is correct. I have the Trailblazers. That is wrong. But that's I, fine. My reason for the Trailblazers is the first line is when you have a healthy Dame, the playoffs are never out of question. They do not have a healthy Dame. So the playoffs were out of question. Mm-hmm. 
my eighth L. I'll take my eighth L. Uh, I have the Kings being a bubble team. Yeah, that's an L. I did not expect them. I did not expect them to do what they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my non-chance teams, Rockets, Spurs, Jazz. Crush. Yeah. Crush that one. I mean, eight out, eight out of 30. I think that's yeah, fine. 30's not bad in... It's not even like I completely got them wrong. There's only a few I completely got wrong. Yeah, I'd say, just... I'd say the Knicks, the Kings, the Heat, and the Clippers are your biggest defenders. I, I would agree. I think the Nuggets being down the tier is not that crazy of a thing. Yeah, because like the role players play it out of their mind, and I don't yeah. think anybody would have expected that. Yeah, I, I also think the uh, there's another one that was a bubble team that – oh, the Bulls. I said they were a playoff lock. And they're a bubble team. I don't think that's a big yeah, it wasn't a big drop off and I don't know, they didn't really pan out the way we thought they would. Oh, they're they're on paper teams insane. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, on paper teams is. playoff team. It's, and also Alonzo Ball was out the whole year. Yeah, he, he, I, he's supposed to come back halfway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for NBA. I did pretty good for winging it. I think so. I think that's actually I actually did better than I would have if I did <laughs> take notes because I'd be relying on my notes and stats too much instead of just talking ball. <laughs> All right. It's better. It's better for a podcast too. Just listen to boys talking ball. You know. Yeah, dude. Just talk about the boys. Yeah, ball with the boys, man. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's take it over to, pop, over to pop culture. <laughs> Jinx. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. And let's get into some pop culture, starting off with the movies. We got a couple of new trailers. A couple of new trailers. Um, we had the Marvels drop their trailer. Yep. So we got a first look at the uh, Brie Larson, uh, Kamala Khan, and Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know what to think of this movie. Personally, pros for me, Kamala Khan's dad being in it, love that. Huge. When Huge. I saw when I saw the family in the trailer, I was like, yes. I was happy. I was happy. Please. Yeah, because the dad the dad was a rock star. Um, I like. I kind of like this, like the premise, I guess, of the movie. But I, to me, it seems like on a con side. It seems like it's like a TV to like a movie for TV. I said you did there. You know what like, I mean? On on the con side. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. Kamala Khan, get it? Marvels. Like, it, it seems like a movie made for TV, kind of like. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, and it's, I I get that solely because two of the three stars of the movie are from TV shows on Disney That's Plus. That's fair, yeah, yeah. And I and it it does seem like that because. I remember when Marvel said you don't have to watch the TV shows to understand the movies is more to you. Like, there's no way you can watch this movie and not watch Miss Marvel or <laughs> WandaVision because you're be like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> and like, who, wh- like, why is this family uh, from New Jersey, this uh, Pakistani family from New Jersey, important? Yeah, what's this deal? Like, what, <laughs> what has happened? Why is Carol Danvers in this random New Jersey house? Like, and, and that kind of goes with the. It seems like a TV thing, like. Because it it is like a TV show movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I honestly am more excited for this than I was the first Captain. Marvel I agree with that because I like Brie Larson. I don't think they've been writing Carol Danvers well, mm-hmm. but they did a really good job with 
with uh, Kamala Khan to the point where that's why I'm excited. Monica was fine in WandaVision and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm most excited to see Kamala Khan again because I yeah, think like, she, I that actress like is going to steal it. the show. Yeah, she was, she's a great character. She already in the trailer. There's a lot of like funny moments where it's like, I guess you can't use your powers and they'll just keep swapping. Mm-hmm. And so like that one point where she's like all excited, like I'm ready to help you. And then she's no or whatever. And she gets swapped out. Like she just seems, and then she's like on the ground and then some random spaceship. And like, she sees the cat. <laughs> yeah. She sees uh, the cat do this thing and she starts panicking. And that's like that. Those scenes are going to be funny. She's going to. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I don't like the villains didn't seem too intimidating. Like, no, I, I didn't even know what the villains were. I couldn't. Yeah. Like what the whole like premise was. So, will I see this opening weekend? Most likely. Am I setting the bar very, very low? Absolutely. For this, I would, I would motion that me and you don't see it on a Thursday night like the other yeah, one. Yeah, that's fine. We, but we do go see it together before the next pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree. I, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't know what to think of the movie. I mean, maybe I need to see another trailer. But, like, the villains don't seem intimidating, and the budget, it just seems like it's a TV, a movie made for TV. Uh, I think Samuel L. Jackson, that can be salvaged with him being in the movie, maybe. But I don't, I don't know. And, like, Secret Invasion's coming out before this, right? Yeah, that's what got me kind of confused. Because mm-hmm. the trailer seems like they're setting up that Nick, this is my last ride, but Nick Fury... Yeah. But then this coming out after and he's in it. Okay. Yes. So that kind of makes me know. less excited for Secret Invasion because I thought Nick Fury's going to have some like crazy death, but like awesome mm-hmm. send off. And then all of a sudden he's making jokes with Monica Rambeau and Kamala Khan and in and and, and a trailer for the Marvel. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but I, I, like I said, I guess we'll have to see more footage of it to give it a better judgment. But I, I, I think that's pretty accurate for what we're thinking right now. What if this comes out after Secret Invasion, but it's based before Secret Invasion? Because this is this is starting right at the end of Miss Marvel. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe this takes place before Secret Invasion and leads into Secret Invasion, and then Secret Invasion, Nick Fury does die. I don't know. We'll mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. But anything else from the trailer, though? Not really. I good use of Beastie Boys. Yeah, that's true too. I was just jamming. I was just literally just listening to that song the other day, and I was thinking, I feel like this hasn't been in any like superhero movie trailer or movie in general. And then, of course, it was, like, right after. <laughs> I literally had that thought. I was like, I feel like I haven't heard this song in any movies or anything at, at all. Mm-hmm. But it's a good mo- it's a good movie song. And then, of course, like I said, the trailer comes out. All right. Boom. Yeah, they, yeah, they heard you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Well, the only other trailer I had for movies uh, is one you sent to me, actually. Uh, Fool's Paradise with uh, Charlie Day. He wrote and directed this film. Um, looks awesome. Yeah, I don't even really get the plot for the most part. It like it just it just seems like uh Charlie Day's. I told me it's it's kind of all over the place, but I it I, is. I was very entertained with the trailer. It seems like he was a he's a, a mental patient who can't who's just not speaking, mm-hmm. and then he looks identical to like another actor. Yeah, fills in for him, and then it turns into his own little like career. 
Yeah. It reminded, it gave me big time like Charlie Chaplin vibes. Okay. Like, like silent movie vibes. Yeah. Charlie yeah, Day had to be very expressive in the mm-hmm. trailer. Um, I don't know. Charlie Day is the man, so I'm cool with it. Yeah, I mean, it seems. I mean, this the cast is star studded. Like, there's a ton right. of big names in here. Yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ray Liotta, Kate Beckinsale. Jason um, Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis, uh, uh, Ken Jong, Falco, Edie Falco, Falco, Ken Jong, um, his wife Mary Mary Elizabeth uh, Elder, <laughs> um, John Malkovich, John Malkovich. I feel like I saw Glenn Howerton in a quick shot. Bro, I wouldn't be surprised. I could see, I could see this uh, always sunny people making cameos. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He, he's gonna hook him up with a bag. Yeah, but, but yeah. I'll, I I'm look forward. To, I love Charlie Day. I mm-hmm. mainly because I'm a big It's Always Sunny fan, so I love all of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything else from that trailer though. I mean, that was about it I had. But I would say if you haven't even heard of what we're talking about, Fool's Paradise, just go watch the trailer. You won't yeah. know what it's gonna be about or anything, but you're gonna be like, dude, I I want to see this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one more thing for movies. Um. The Mario movie, it's still doing well. It's like the highest grossing animated movie. It beat out Frozen too. Um, there's, a, I guess, there's a song in it, and it's kind of blowing up on social media right now. I guess they gave Jack Black the keys to the ignition and let him do a musical number as Bowser's singing a love song for Princess Peach. I did not see this yet. It's called Peaches, and it. I, I watched the video of it. It seems it seems funny, um, but everything I'm hearing, like the critics are shitting on it just because it's a kids movie, and they're treating it like it's made for adults. But it's killing it everywhere else. So I, I'm I'm still trying to go see it. I I didn't get a chance last weekend. I'm I might try this weekend, but we'll see we'll see how it plays out. I'm thinking yeah. if it rains Sunday, I might do that Sunday. Just go get the early showing. Yeah, I. I really want to see it so bad. My, I had a, I had a cousin who went and saw it, and she said it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I talked to someone else who saw it and loved it. So yeah. I really want to see it bad. I do. There's a lot of movies that I don't want to see. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're getting to that summer blockbuster time, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's creeping around the corner here. Um, all right. Taking it over to TV then, I guess. Um. I guess for Dave, I didn't see the newest episode just because it's not available on Hulu yet. So I guess I can't do that until Thursday. Um, but the second episode I did watch, and that was a bop. I don't know. Did you see that one? No. Uh, I've been so busy. I haven't watched any of them. So the whole premise is he's filming a music video um, in his hometown of Philadelphia. Yeah. And he's singing it about a uh, former, like, fling. Oh, yeah. Molly. I don't think it's Molly. That's a but it, it like so like pretty much you'll have clips of like him filming the video and then a clip of the video. It was similar mm-hmm. to ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love you heard it. it picked up. I was literally before you even said that I was singing. Nah, 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 yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it was nah, kind of nah, like that. Nah. It seemed like like that was the inspiration behind it. Uh, 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 but it so it like started out it was like kind of chaotic at first but like once it got into like the actual message they were trying to deliver of that episode like i really fucked with it by the end of it i thought it was a very well written episode and 
I'm excited for the new one. I'm going to have to watch that tomorrow, though. But the season's been – it's good so far. I'm liking it. Nice. On Friday, I was uh, – I went out with Chelsea and her friends, and I came home at, like, 11. I didn't have anything to do in the morning, so I went and stopped to go a six-pack on the way home. And I was just playing some Madden, drinking some, like mm-hmm. – drinking a six-pack. Yeah. And I was just jamming little Dicky. <laughs> but I didn't watch the episodes. I literally just, like – well, I went on a kick of – listening to a bunch of random, like, songs. Yeah. And, and then I put on uh, ex boyfriend. Yeah. Then I started getting in and all the little Dicky songs. So there's that's all the suggestions for all the other ones. And yeah, I, I think my favorite though is Ru- Russell Westbrook on a farm. That's a great one. I think a very underrated one, which was on my listen. Uh, well, my favorite's White Duke. That's the one who I introduced. That's how I got introduced to Little Dicky. But mm-hmm. him doing the Lion King is so yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. And it's and it's great. It's just it's just like a, a sick beat. Mm-hmm. And just the way he like tells the stories is very funny. Yeah, Let Me Freak was the one that I got introduced to him on. Let Me Freak's a great song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I my I'm, uh, when I was camp counseling in high school, someone showed me White Dude, and I thought it was hilarious. And then <laughs> then they then I that got into ex boyfriend because that's around the same time. And there was one other one around that time I can't think of the top of my head. Um, but yeah, no, I I've been on Lil D forever. I love he's he's so funny. All right. Um, he needs another album soon. I don't know if he is. All he's going I, to. That's what. But so, I love one. I saw he was actually interviewed on that Caller Daddy the other today. Really? And I was like, I kind of want to listen to it, but I kind of don't at the same time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd love to hear an interview with Little Dicky, but I don't know if I want to listen to Caller Daddy. So, um, I might honestly. I'm. I'm. I, it may happen. I don't know. We'll see. But. I've a, uh, I've a I was one because I was thinking like I was like maybe he'll like say if he's like you know thinking about doing rap again or anything like that. Yeah, I I have a podcast rotation, but if I run out of the rotation mm-hmm. next two days of work, I might toss in that episode of Caller Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, just because I love Little Dicky. Mm-hmm. Um. But all right, and uh, let's I guess we'll go into uh, the Mandalorian episode seven, season three. Amazing. Yeah, it was a bop. It was so good. It was a pop. <laughs> so it was the penultimate episode. The season finale is going to be next week. Um, in true Mandalorian fashion, you know, the week after the controversial, like, oh, this does this suck? They drop a banger, and you're like, oh, never mind. We're all we're all good. We like the Mandalorian still. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. If you want to go through the whole episode, <laughs> I, 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 I'll i react as we go. Um, Well, I mean, obviously we get, you know, Moff Gideon returning. Uh, I loved the first, like, opening sequence uh, where he's, like, meeting with the other uh, Imperial, like, people that are trying to bring the Empire back into power. Um, I th- you get the name drops with Thrawn. They're saying like, "Oh, Thrawn's coming," and got Moff Gideon's like, "Well, where is he?" And it's funny because like the audience is saying the same thing. You know, the audience is like, "Where's the guy?" <laughs> it, yeah, I, I was expecting Thrawn's. There's gonna be a Thrawn cameo at the end of the season. Next think, I, I could see it. I could see it because that would set up Ahsoka a little bit better too. Yeah, just be, and I think it's gonna be like I think it's gonna be like Gideon's gonna get defeated. But before mm-hmm. he dies or gets whatever, or maybe the Mandalorians will leave him alive again, and Thrawn comes out of nowhere and he's the one who kills him. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, I also I thought it was funny too because we've been see- like we've been seeing a lot of the 
like in Andor, we saw the startup of the uh, rebellion. And then in this, we're seeing like the startup of the first order and they're kind of doing the same thing as the rebellion did. They're like, Hey, let's just start these little uprisings in different areas, but make sure they don't connect or else somebody will be able to connect the dots. And that's exactly what took place in the rebellion. I guess I didn't, I didn't think of that. Honestly, that's makes sense. I don't know if it's poor writing or if it's kind of creative, but I think think it's better writing. I think it's better writing that they're doing it that way. (laughs) Um, I didn't really catch many Easter eggs from that scene, besides from what we mentioned. Uh, But then you go into... uh, uh, Real quick, before we move on past the whole Thrawn stuff, mm -hmm. did we talk about how he got casted? Well, I I was going to say that with Ahsoka, but we could say it now. Oh, never Um, mind. Sorry, continue. Lars Lars Mikkelsen is... I mean to to come early, uh, shoot my load (laughs) early. But that's... I was excited to bring it up because I remember talking about it on the pod. Mm-hmm. About how mm-hmm. I love if that happened because that's just the guy who did the voice. And yeah, I, I believe Filoni said like, "There's nobody else we'd have playing this role." Yeah, remember whenever we were talking about it, I showed you a picture. I was like, "Doesn't he look like he can play Thrawn?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was very excited when I saw that. I was I was pretty pumped with that. Um, yeah, but yeah. So uh, then we go and we see the Mandalorians. They got you know a lot more Mandalorians joining the uh, Bo-Katan's army, Din Djarin's army, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you see them, they're going to, they decided to say, hey, fuck Navarro. We're going to go and we're going to uh, retake Mandalore. So I, I guess there was a scene before that that was kind of cool with uh, IG-12 and Baby Yoda piloting him. That, I, like, chuckled out loud in my office when I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. him, it's him walking up the street going, no. No, no, no. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And later, obviously, it comes back later in the episode in a powerful way, like where it's like, dude, that's uh, that was awesome. Come around, but just whenever he's walking down the street with mm-hmm. Din, and Din's just probably like, oh my god, it's literally. Yeah. I was just, waiting for him to like freak out. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought he, I literally thought he's gonna turn around and say, shut up, because <laughs> it was just literally like a toddler. It was a toddler and his dad. Mm-hmm. Dad, 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 dad. It's like no dad. Grogu. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but then, so yeah, then when they, they're going to retake Mandalore, yeah, you have a couple of skirmishes between the uh, people who want to wear their helmets, people who don't want to wear their helmets, I whatever know, you want to call them now. Death Watch or Children of the Watch. Yeah, but they're not Death Watch anymore. They're Children of the Watch. That's what they're. Yeah, called. whatever the hell. Yeah. Um. Then that was. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was the mythosaur that popped up, right? I don't think so. You don't think so? It was just a regular monster? I think so. Okay. But yeah, I that, don't think that was mythosaur. I thought that a giant dinosaur looking creature comes sure. out of the ground, attacks their ship. They break away. They barely scrounge around for survival. And then all of a sudden they start infiltrating towards the, uh, the is it the Great Mine? The Great Forge. The Great Forge. Great Forge, yeah. And then they find out that there's an imperial presence there and boom, it's Moff Gideon. Um, Din Djarin gets captured by the revamped stormtroopers, and we see Moff Gideon come down in like Sith looking Mandalorian armor, which is sick. It even had like horns, like the, like Darth Maul's character, Darth Maul's race mm-hmm. on the helmet. And I thought that was a great touch to put on it as well. Um, and then, and then, you know, they have a skirmish, uh, Paz Vizsla takes one for the team, sacrifices himself to let everybody else get away. 
But we're left with a little cliffhanger of like, you know, what's going to happen with Din Djarin? Grogu's hanging around with Bo-Katan Kryze and the rest of the Mandalorian. So obviously they're going to go and save him. But what's going to really take place? Yeah, no, it's been crazy. I just looked it up. I did not see anything that, that about that being the Mythosaur. Okay, okay. Um, so I think it's just some random monster. Yeah, uh, yeah no, it's, it makes it they kind of fill in the gap of why there's Beskar on the shuttle that Moff Gideon got broken out of. So that's a nice mm-hmm. way to tie that up. Um, I thought it was a cool twist that Gideon was on. His whole operation was set up on Mandalore. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a really cool twist because in the beginning when you see him in his little operation, you don't know that's Mandalore. You mm-hmm. just think he's like in some random like base cave thing. And yeah, later being revealed that it's on Mandalore. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was pretty sad when Pavs Vizsla sacrificed himself, but for a second there, I thought I thought he was gonna get out of it. Yeah, it seemed like <laughs> he, he, he wrecked those. He's murking guys. <laughs> then what are, what are those troopers that came down afterwards with the uh, little sword things? Yeah, I guess that's just like the teaser that, hey, these are the next guys we're going to have to deal with. Like, yeah, we beat, we beat the ground soldiers, but now here, like, this yeah. is the fight. So I didn't know how to feel about that because, like, personally, okay, you went through earlier in the season. He had this whole thing about saving his kid, and then he's just going to sacrifice himself. I mean, I guess it's the Mandalorian way to die in battle. It's honorable, it's noble, but it just makes the episode a few episodes ago worthless. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I feel like it would have been better served if maybe somebody else got into a skirmish with that uh, no helmet guy on the ship. Mm-hmm. And then he was the one that sacrificed himself for everybody else. You know, after being like, hey, sorry, I was like kind of a shithead back there. But let me, you know, save you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand you wanted to, you wanted to have some type of emotional appeal to it that you wanted to be somebody that like the cast, the watchers would re- like resonate with. But yeah. guys been just, around since season one. Yeah, it was just weird that Paz Vizsla's like, all right, you know, fuck my family that we just saved like two episodes ago. I agree. I think I think that was dumb. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, also, I'm also wondering why isn't Luke Skywalker doing anything about this Moff Gideon guy? Because he's because they don't have the budget to do it again. <laughs> To do the facing. Because, <laughs> because, well, I guess you could say, oh, he's trying to rebuild the Jedi Order. He's not, he doesn't care about, he doesn't yeah. care about that stuff. But, like, you would think after last season he came and mowed down all those people just to get Grogu. Don't you think he would be, like, responsible for Moff Gideon if he got, bet, like, busted out? Don't you think he should know? Yeah, and, like, also, like, okay, now he's got best car armor. Like, all right, this is a me problem now. Like, this is, like... This qualifies Luke Skywalker. What if it's another mission. reveal? What if he comes back again? What if Grogu calls out to him via the Force to come help his dad? Or Ahsoka comes, so he calls out this Ahsoka through the Force, and she comes and helps out Bo, and that's how that's going to all come next episode. Could. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate that. If Ahsoka... Yeah. If, if he reached out to Ahsoka through the Force, that helps set up the Ahsoka series, too, and she's here... And she's fighting with Bo Katan again. They helped Din Jordan get him out. I'd be mm-hmm. cool with that. As long as it's not Luke again. Because I mean Luke, that would take away from the amazing reveal at the end of season two. If you have him just oh yeah, well, here's another season finale where we're gonna bring Luke back again. 
Yeah. yeah. Ahsoka would make sense because you have a show coming up and you want to set that up. And if Thrawn was being mentioned, maybe this is on her journey for finding Thrawn. It's by helping. True. Oh, true. Yeah. It's Frodo. just like she's stuck. Yeah. She's kind of like happenstance just happens to be there. But yeah. Oh, well. Be cool. I mean, that'd be really cool if that's the case. But yeah. I hope the next episode is good, though. Yeah. And one more thing I wanted to note, too, with these guys, the, the next level up troopers with the things that killed Paz Vizsla. Mm hmm. Uh, that's a big deal that they've figured out something that's going to puncture Beskar because of lightsabers yeah. don't. And it went through the Beskar, and that's how he killed him. So that's kind of crazy that they have weapons. That's the whole thing on uh, Rebels, how they hit uh, Sabine made that weapon that could go through Beskar armor. And that's mm-hmm. like the only weapon on, like known to man that can do that. Yeah. Now it's kind of crazy that Moff Gideon has like troopers with things that can pierce Beskar. Yeah, it raises the stakes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it definitely way harder for an uh, mm-hmm. army full of with Beskar armored people. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. All right. Um, pretty much everything else I had today was for Star Wars because they had a panel on April 7th and dropped a whole bunch of shit. Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, Star Wars Celebration. Um, so first up, I guess we'll get through the easy things first. Uh, they did confirm a Lando show is being developed for Disney Plus with uh, Donald Glover reprising his role as young Lando. Mm-hmm. I could see that being good considering, you know, you got Donald Glover for it. Yeah, I think uh, I rewatched Solo recently. I feel like his performance was way worse than I remembered it. Really? And I think it's not because of his performance. I think it's the writing. Yeah, I mean, they he just did a Billy D. Williams impression. <laughs> kind of, I mean, yeah. like I, I love Donald Glover, mm-hmm. but I think I, he's I, well better this time around. I, I mean, think a cool thing to look at would be like how he came into a relationship with the Empire before yeah. Episode Five. That'd be cool, but I don't know how you could really do that with it being so close to when it's Billy D. Williams' character, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that'd be a cool thing to explore. Or maybe like the precursors of that or something. I don't know. Uh, the other short thing, um, Lucasfilms also confirmed that they are developing a new Star Wars so- story for Rey. Uh, it's going to be played by Daisy Ridley, of course, showing her building the new Jedi Order. So they're bringing back Daisy Ridley for Rey. Post, like this will be the f- the furthest thing in the timeline we've had for Star Wars. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I um, mean, gotta see footage for it first, obviously. But I, I, I think if it's w- written well, it could be good. But I, I just don't trust Kathleen Kennedy really yet. Yeah, I don't care about the right character. I think they ruined her. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. thing that's giving me hope for this is a nerdy YouTube channel I watched. They're talking about this announcement, and they pointed out the fact that Grogu's gonna be around in this timeline and he's gonna be grown up by that point, like a teenage, like ninety some years old, mm-hmm. actually be talking, actually be doing stuff. It'd be cool, it'd be worth it if they bring him into the show as a little older sure. and he helps works with Ray to help build the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And uh speaking of that, the last thing they did announce was they're gonna be making Dave Filoni's gonna be writing and directing a uh Mandalorian movie to close out the character. That'd be cool. I can't wait for that. So, yeah. So, it looks like they're moving away from some of the things they've been working on recently. And they're starting to get back into the movies. So, I'm excited for it. 
uh, overall. Uh, with that, we did get a couple of trailers. Um, the one you probably don't care about, Star Wars Vision Season 2. We got to look at that. And even watch it. The trailer or the show. So one of them looked really cool. It doesn't look like it's going to be as good as the first season. Um, one looked really cool, but then there was like one animation style with like it looked like Wallace and Gromit type animation, like the claymation type stuff. Uh, that's kind of sick. It's kind of cool, but like I don't know. It's the episode seems like it's gonna be like one of those lame ones. That's um, a, that, I'm, that might be the only episode of the entire show <laughs> I watch. Well, yeah, like they have like the claymation Wookie and shit. Like it was, it, it was an interesting take, but I'll, I'll probably check it out because they're only like fucking 15 minutes anyways, so it's whatever. But you know, I, I don't think it's gonna be as good as season one just from the first look at that season. Um, but then the bigger one we got was the Ahsoka trailer. Which, holy hell, a lot to unpack. Um, so we already talked about uh, Lars Mikkelsen being recasted for the live-action Thrawn, who we kind of got a behind-the-head first look at in the Ahsoka trailer, confirming he's going to be in the series. Uh, we got live-action Sabine Wren, live-action Hera, live-action Chopper. Um, Real quick, I'm pretty sure the actress is playing Hera, uh, Ewan McGregor's wife. Mary Elizabeth Wanstad? Yeah. From like Scott Pilgrim? I'm pretty sure. I didn't know it was Ian McGregor's wife. I'm pretty sure. I saw that on Instagram. I'm a fact checker. Wow. Well, how about that? I, 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 I'm pretty sure I, I saw on Instagram keeping it in the, the family and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, they, uh, were, they were married in 2022. Oh, wow. Okay. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have pegged that for a couple. Neither, honestly. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, this trailer is just so full of content for Rebels. <laughs> if you if you haven't watched Rebels, just just start watching now. You'll finish it by the time Ahsoka comes. It seems like you can't watch Ahsoka without seeing Rebels. Yeah, like you're gonna watch Ahsoka and you're gonna be like, "Who's this? What does this mean?" Why are they do? Why are they looking so much into this character? Yada yada yada. It's, um, just, it's just Rebels season six. It seems live like. action. Live <laughs> action season six of Rebels. Um, Which is not a bad thing if you haven't watched yeah. Rebels. Highly recommend. It's honestly some of my favorite Star Wars content mm-hmm. is in Rebels. Yeah. So the only thing we didn't get a look at that's been rumored for the series is any mention of like Darth Vader or Hayden Christensen. Cause it is confirmed that he's going to be in the series, but we didn't get any look at it. So I don't know in what fashion he's going to be returning. If it's going to be flashbacks to him and Ahsoka training, whenever it was like the clone wars, or if it's going to be straight up Vader versus Ahsoka live action. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I've, I'm leaning the latter because we already kind of had the Vader as versus like Obi-Wan shit in live mm-hmm. action. Um, I think it's going to be more flashbacks to the Clone Wars. So the yeah, former. Actually, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 I said the latter. Yeah. 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 The former. Things be the former, not the latter because you, the Hayden Christensen, besides that, like that way, like, that training scene in Obi-Wan, there really wasn't like a Hayden Christensen. is the Darth Vader thing with Hayden Christensen in it. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's not going to be alive during the timeline of where this takes place. Cause this is post return of the Jedi. 
So I think it's going to definitely be Clone Wars. Oh, it is. Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I, but I'm, I didn't but, process that part. <laughs> but I mean, they could also still do a, a flashback of him seeing Ahsoka again as Darth Vader outside of the Sith Temple when Ahsoka died. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. True. And Rebels. I'm, uh, but yeah, I can't wait for this shit. It's going to be so good. And it's coming out August. I know. I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. Uh, but anything from the trailer I didn't mention, though, that you wanted to put in there? No, I, I just love it. It looks going to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I had for this uh, Star Wars celebration uh, panel they had, Kathleen Kennedy also came out and they kind of released a new timeline to kind of follow for the future of Star Wars. Um, so you're going to have one, two, I think you have like nine different eras overall. I think something like that. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, something like that. Um, so the fir- the earliest is going to be the Dawn of the Jedi. It's going to act as the earliest age of Star Wars and will be explored in a new film from director James Mangold, who also directed Logan and is doing the new Indiana Jones movie. Fuck, they dropped the trailer, too. I completely forgot about that one. I didn't mention that. Either way, um, the untitled Star Wars movie from Mangold will be a, quote, biblical epic about the emergence of the Force and the first Jedi in a setting no less than 25,000 years before the events of the original movie trilogy. That seems sick. That's very sweet. It's like Knights of the Old Republic shit. I'm pumped for that. And, like, that's a good director to, like, Helm that kind of stuff with Logan and this new indie movie under his belt. That's mm-hmm. going to be, I, I'm pretty excited for that. I like the biblical epic aspect of it. You know, like the religious allegory, that'll be kind of cool as well. Yeah, Knights of Old Republic is one of those games everyone loved and I just never played. And I bet this is going to be around that same era. Well, actually. Probably even before this. Yeah, so that'll be before this because uh, that places the Dawn of the Jedi era before the Old Republic era that uh, many Star Wars fans are familiar with through the parentheses decanonized legends stories in books comics and video games like bioware's knights of the old republic role-playing games and the old republic mmo so that'll be taking place so mangles movie be taking place before all that stuff but they're going to be redoing those games anyways and all that so and i think they're working on some type of series as well there's so many sweet like sith from that era like mm-hmm. darth bane and stuff like that it's yeah um they're awesome then following that Knights of the Old Republic era, we have the High Republic era, and that has been explored in a series of novels and comics in recent years telling the story of the last golden age of the Jedi Order before the institutional rot that made it right before obliteration by Emperor Palpatine in the prequel trilogy. That phase of the Star Wars timeline will be explored in the Acolyte show coming to Disney Plus in 2024. Nice. Yeah. 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 Hey, sweet. And then we have uh, The Fall of the Jedi, Reign of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, New Republic, and Rise of the First Order. Those are all very similar Star Wars fans, having been explored in episodes one through nine, and spinoffs like Rogue Run, Solo, various TV series like Andor, Mandalorian, Rebels, and The Book of Boba Fett. So uh, that's like, what, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there's ten different or nine different eras, like I said. Yeah. 
So that's pretty sweet. But the majority of those are going to be from the movies. And then you have further out in an all new era, the new Jedi Order. This phase is set after the events of the sequel trilogy, Rise of Skywalker, and we'll see Ray, Daisy Ridley, building a new Jedi Academy and attempt to bring order back to the Jed the Jedi Order back to full strength. Very little is known about this new phase of Star Wars. Other than that, it will apparently pick up 15 years after the events of Rise of Skywalker. I'm cool with that as well. Yeah, cool with that for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I fuck with the timeline heavily. I think it's a good like kind of uh, mentality to have going into the future of Star Wars. Um, but we'll have to see how it shapes out by the end of it. Mm-hmm. I. I, I'm cool with the Daisy Ridley movie. I, th- I think if they do it right, it could kind of retcon the character in a way. Yeah, they need to. They She's butchered. People mm-hmm. fans hate her. I mean, not <laughs> Daisy Ridley, Ray. Like, Daisy Ridley, fine. Fine mm-hmm. actress. But the character Ray, people hate. Honestly, the biggest thing that killed me was at the very end with that whole old lady in the desert. Who, who are you? And she says, Ray Skywalker. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like I knew you were gonna say it. I didn't want you to say it, and you said it anyways. Ugh. But um, that's all I have for TV, though. Anything you want to toss in? No, sir. All right. Let's take it over to uh, music. First up, your jams of the week here. So I have four new songs. They're all in the Talking Dirty, Jam- Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. Uh, ones that I fucked with aren't Jam of the Week material. Uh, More of the Victim by Linkin Park. Linkin Park's back with the bop. Pretty good. I like it. It's kind of yeah. like retro Linkin Park in a way. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, Chester or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Baby Don't Hurt Me by David Guetta, Anna Marie, and Coy LeRae. Um, literally, it's uh, Hathaway's. It's like a sample of Hathaway. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Yeah, it's it's that I'm blue song, but it's just for Hotaways. What is love? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like you pretty much use the chorus for that song for most of it, but then you have somebody new doing like different vocals for it. Yeah, I get with it. like a little twist on it, so you don't copyright. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Then uh. Drake dropped his new single, Search and Rescue. The interesting thing about this, kind of why I put it on the playlist, he samples Kim Kardashian in the song from a scene in her uh, reality show where she kind of had the realization to get a divorce with Kanye West. Damn beef. Beef. Hard beef. Beef. That's tough. (laughs) That is. I hate to hear it. I hate to hear it. But your jam of the week, I'm going to give it to Waffle House by the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, they're killing it. They, I, anything they drop, it's always good. It's always up. Yes, I believe. Good I believe vibes. This. If, it, if it's a song I'm thinking of, I heard it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, like I said, you can check that out on Spotify with the Talking Dirty Jams playlist as well as the podcast. Brian, how about our closing statements? Did you just call me Brian? No, I said Ryan. I said Ryan. Do you even know who I am, dude? I said Ryan, like... I thought, I thought we are friends. Like, if you fried rye bread, and somebody's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm Ryan. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, but I'm if right. you were deep frying rye bread, you, you'd be, but you just said you're you'd Ryan. Be a Ryan who's also Ryan. You're not Ryan. I'm Ryan. You just said you're a Ryan. You're, you're O'Ryan. I'm not O'Ryan. I'm, I'm Ryan. <laughs> I have a shirt. I have a shirt. O-R-I-O-N. I have a O-Ryan. shirt right there that says I'm Ryan. In case you in case you're get, get things twisted. Talking dirty at Dairy J Sports on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Talking dirty on Spotify and Apple. I actually think technically you have to search Talking Dirty presented by Dairy J Sports. Wow. I think with that, I think that's technically the the full title on, on Spotify <laughs> and Apple. Um, because I wanted people to know why we're talking dirty and they don't think it's some sex podcast. That's a fair point. I had to put, I had to put in the title like it's presented by Dairy J Sports, so the dirty is the Dairy J. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, two chains. Shout out to Kent for the paint four one two seven eight four one five seven seven paint job today. Two chains line of the week. Got the Maybach truck. Bought the Maybach card. A partner. Ooh. So it's not a rhyme, but just that's a, that's a baller line. I bought the Maybach <laughs> truck. I got the Maybach car. A partner. That's sick. All right. Like my Maybach car was getting lonely, so I had to get another Maybach for my Maybach. That's pretty sick. That's pretty baller. All right. All right. All right, you don't like that line all of a sudden, Mister? I don't. You don't even have a Maybach. Do you? Yeah. yeah Pixar didn't happen. All right, I'll I'll text you right now. <laughs> all right, see you guys. Peace. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. She swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Feeling the same.